I went into the university 2011. Uh, that was when I got uh, the admission into University of Pedigree. So already I was working. This is Mustafa, a young Nigerian entrepreneur who without any formal training has been building electric cars since 2017. Here he recounts how he got into the university in 2011 only to discover that his personal research has taught him more about engineering than what his school was offering. And uh, I look at uh, how I gathered my knowledge and how I do my researches and develop solutions and compare it to what I was doing getting in the four corners of classrooms at our university. I saw that uh, even 500 level students, what the kind of things that are being taught at that level, you can't even compare it to the, the level of work I'm already doing. And to the astonishment of many, Mustafa dropped out of the university to pursue his passion. So for me, I saw it as a waste of time and I saw it as a, as a obstacle that can even stop me from becoming who I am. Had it been I, I, I stayed in university throughout that five years period of time, I think by now I wouldn't be having this an interview with uh, a prestigious TV channel like Channels. Today, Mustafa runs one of Nigeria's fastest growing renewable energy companies that is building electric cars for the Nigerian market. He has also become an advocate for improved university curriculums that will prepare young people for the modern global economy. Actually, the curriculum universities, most especially professional courses like engineering, uh, are taken in our universities and some tertiary institutions, I will say are outdated because uh, they can't, products of such uh, universities cannot fit into the modern economy and cannot fit into the uh, human capacity or I will say human uh, capital that is needed to drive the modern economy of today. So from building electric cars without any formal training, Mustafa is today one of Nigeria's leading energy entrepreneurs and he is paving the way for improved learning in universities so young people can pursue their passions without dropping out. So how is he doing this? And what is the full story behind this extraordinary young Nigerian? Welcome to the Climb Podcast, where we tell extraordinary stories of the African youth. Uh, my name is Mustafa Abubakar Gajibo. I am the founder of uh, Phoenix Renewables. Mustafa Abubakar Gajibo is the founder of Phoenix Renewables one of the only companies in Nigeria building electric and gas-powered cars. Without any formal training, since 2017, Mustafa has been building electric cars in his home state of Borno in northern Nigeria. I met up with Mustafa and started by asking him how this incredible passion started. Actually, I since my childhood, I have grown up to... Uh, I will say it started from being an entrepreneur. I will say there was a certain period of time where my family had some challenges, most especially challenges when it comes to the economic situation. 
uh, when my dad lost his job and then uh, the family was uh, in some economical problem. And as at that period of time, I started working on, uh, uh, together with my mom, we started working on coming up with some little, little businesses to meet up to the needs of the uh, family. And then growing up, I love uh, technology and innovation. And I love the spirit of, you know, solving problems. Whenever I see problems around, I, I try to look at uh, ways that things can be done better or ways that we can provide solutions to these problems. So uh, this is how I started uh, having passion for uh, renewable energy. Uh, I went to secondary school and then right from the secondary school time, I was already building some little, little solutions. I put in all the zeal, I put all the time, I make some researches, both using the internet. As at that period of time, the internet was not even readily available. You have to go to internet cafes, you don't have mobile phones. Even the phones we're having were just, let me say, GPRS phones. You can't even uh, go to the internet and browse and look for things. So, but I always, uh, look at ways and means to find out. And uh, I believe that, uh, you know, problems are, are, are natural are around us. So solutions to those problems are also natural, are also allowed around us. So if you can understand the problem very well, I think finding solutions to those problems uh, doesn't require you to go extra length in uh, going uh, across borders to find solutions. So I believe that the problem of Nigeria or the problem of our localities are within us. So the solutions also to those problems are still within us. So uh, that was how I was able to look for solutions. And one of the first solutions Mustafa discovered was a way to help people in his community who could not charge their phones due to power outages resulting from the Boko Haram insurgency an insurgency which crippled parts of northern Nigeria in 2013. Around early period of uh, Boko Haram insurgency in Maiduguri, uh, there was no power in Maiduguri and uh, charging of even mobile phones become very, very uh, big issue. And that is when I started using some of uh, little solar panels to design and build uh, solar charging uh, system for mobile phones where I do charge phones and also generate some little phones. So I will also say the love for uh, making money has also really, really played a key role in in whatever I was doing because whatever I do, I try as much as possible to see how I can monetize whatever solution I'm bringing up. I will say throughout my primary school, so throughout my secondary school time, I always generate uh, enough phones that I could just uh, solve my personal needs. By the time he was in secondary school, Mustafa was already a tech entrepreneur, making money and working on different projects. But by the time he got to the university, he made a startling discovery. I went into the university in 2011. Uh, that was when I got uh, the admission into University of Beidougri. So already I was working and uh, I look at... Uh, how I gathered my knowledge and how I do my researches and develop solutions and compare it to what I was doing 
getting in the four corners of classrooms at our university, I saw that uh, even 500 level students, what the kind of things that are being taught at that level, you can't even compare it to the, the level of work I'm already doing. I'm not trying to underestimate uh, uh, what, 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 what they were teaching the student as at that time, but the fact is uh, actually the curriculum universities, most especially professional courses like engineering, uh, are taken in our universities and some tertiary institutions, I would say are outdated because uh, they can't, products of such uh, universities cannot fit into the modern economy and cannot fit into the uh, human capacity or I would say human uh, capital that is needed to drive the modern economy of today. So for me, I saw it as a waste of time and I saw it as a, as a obstacle that can even stop me from becoming who I am. Had it been I, I, I stayed in university throughout that five years period of time, I think by now I wouldn't be having this an interview with uh, a prestigious TV channel like Channels. And following his audacious departure from the university, Mustafa established his first company, Mtech Renewables. I established my company, first company, Mtech Renewables. That is uh, around 2012. I registered the company and then started uh, working on some projects, powering homes, uh, hospitals, um, uh, businesses, and uh, even partnering with the government as a then, uh, it was the government of uh, the then the present vice president now, when he was a governor in Meduguri, uh, we worked together in private solutions to uh, problems of water, water boreholes, solar power, water boreholes, and others. So growing up and uh, looking at so many challenges, I saw that mobility is another big issue for, for people because prices of transportation every day is going high, prices of uh, fuel, and uh, with the carbon emission that uh, these uh, petrol-powered vehicles, or I would say fossil fuel-powered vehicles, are emitting to the environment, I now started looking for solutions to these kind of problems. So it is at that period of time, I now uh, decided to partner with a friend of mine, who is uh, by name Sadiq Abubakar Isa, who is uh, from STEM, from my state as well. He's from Borno State, where we partnered and co-founded uh, the company Phoenix Renewables, which we centered it more on the, the renewable energy aspects and also uh, green mobility. So we started by building prototypes, design and development, researches and so many other things and uh, here we are today uh, i would say one of the first companies in nigeria to design and build electric vehicles so from humble beginnings as a young tech entrepreneur to becoming one of the first persons in nigeria to design and build an electric vehicle mustafa has undoubtedly come a long way and i asked him what challenges he has encountered along this journey yeah, it wasn't very easy. And uh, when we founded the company, 
As I told you earlier, we were focused on renewable energy projects. Uh, he was also having some project at hand, which I was also uh, doing some uh, renewable energy projects. So we decided to put hands together and go into doing uh, renewable energy projects, which I would say uh, we've done a lot in that uh, regards. We have done so many projects for both the state government, uh, the federal government, and so many other government parastatals and, uh, and other private individuals as well. So for us, uh, you know, we are in a part of the world that people don't believe so much in what we are trying to do. Uh, uh, let me let me even come back to this because when I came with the solution of uh, with the idea, I mean the idea of coming up with electric vehicles, uh, even my partner was not very convinced. He was like, uh, "Mustafa, do you think we could do this? Do you believe we can do this?" So, but uh, he's always uh, someone who I would say supports all the crazy ideas I come with. I think he's the first person that always. Uh, agrees with whatever I come up with. But uh, when I came up with the idea of electric vehicles, he too was like uh, uh, thinking twice about it. I now said, look, let's just do it. I think we can do it. Let's push it. And that is how we started. Uh, we started by raising some funds to start research and development. And uh, as at that period of time, you know, we can... We are not very crazy enough to start meeting people to say, give us money, we're going to try to make some electric vehicles. Uh, we are in the part of the world that people don't believe in uh, startups, don't believe in developing businesses from the scratch. So we decided to vote some part of the revenues we are generating, or I would say the proceeds we are generating from our renewable energy projects to fund this research and development. So uh, that's how we started. And up to a level of today, we are already partnering with uh, big giants and investors in this uh, business. In addition to partnerships and new products, Mustafa tells me his company has continued to grow. Recently, we have partnered with one of uh, our partners now, who, uh, who has been a giant in the automobile industry in Nigeria. And uh, we have uh, partnered in setting up uh, a large manufacturing plant and uh, an assembly line also for electric vehicles for some of our models and many more models that were coming up. By end of uh, this year and early 2024, we will be rolling out uh, a assembly line for about... Uh, Two to 3,000 vehicles per annum. That's uh, electric buses, seven-seater and 16-seater electric buses. And uh, aside also the electric vehicles, as you asked, uh, we are also working on uh, other solutions to bring. You know, uh, today our country, I would say at large, is facing uh, hardship when it comes to uh, mobility, the cost of living and others, because whenever prices of transportation goes high almost it affect, affects almost everything both services and goods and services all around the country so looking for solutions we are not setting boundaries or we are not setting limits uh, we are open to making uh, better solutions 
better and I will say sustainable solution. So in that, uh, due to that, we've set up a sister company called African Motor Works, which is fully into gasifying elect- uh, vehicles as well. Uh, we are already rolling out a plant in Abuja here, uh, which we will be converting vehicles to use uh, CNG systems and also LPG and also propane systems so as to reduce the carbon emission and also reduce the cost of uh, running. So the plant in Abuja we are setting up is uh, going to be able to uh, install gas sequential kits for vehicles up to 150 vehicles per day. And uh, in addition to that, we are also setting up two CNG stations uh, right in the city of Abuja as a pilot scheme and uh, with a plan of expanding across almost all the 36 states of Nigeria as well. For all the incredible things he has done, Mustafa has received countless awards and he has also been featured on the MIT Review, the magazine of the world's leading university of technology. Mustafa has also welcomed the governor of his state to his company. I could not help but ask him how receiving these rewards for his hard work felt. Yeah, actually, I felt very excited and I was so happy. And uh, that has given me a lot of uh, motivation to even do more because this is something I, I just started like an I would just like an idea. And uh, I'm just seeing it becoming true. And uh, bit by bit, what you thought was not possible is just becoming reality gradually. So, and uh, this has dragged attention of the whole world. And uh, this has really, really inspired me to even do more. And uh, to be sincere, I was very, very happy. And uh, this, his visit to my side has paved way for many, many more uh, attention and uh, many more people to contact us and uh, felt free to start uh, to see a whole governor of a state believing in that and saying that this is something that uh, can even change the whole narration of the country at large. So uh, a lot of more people like investors, partners, both government and non-governmentals started uh, coming in to interact with us and find a way of collaboration and partnership. As I concluded my interview with Mustafa, I asked him what he thinks is the major challenge facing his business and Nigeria today. And he mentioned something which he has been passionate about since he dropped out of the university. Uh, One of the biggest challenges that we are facing in this country today is human capital. Yes, every year we produce thousands and millions of uh, graduates who cannot fit into this modern economy that we're having. So for me, one of the biggest challenges is setting up a team, getting the right people who will think the way you are thinking and also key into the vision that you have. This has been a very big challenge for me. And uh, I don't think that challenge is only for me. It's only, I'm, I'm the only one facing those challenges. Recently, I just saw that even Dongote himself had to employ about... Uh, 700 or I think 7,000 or 700 people from technical uh, uh, personnel from India to work 
at the uh, refinery he's setting up now. So uh, for me, I will also use this opportunity to talk to our youths. We have to wake up and uh, start uh, thinking differently because the economy is evolving per second today. Uh, what we were taught before, what we think is applicable yesterday is not going to be applicable today. We have to prepare ourselves so as to fit into this modern economy that uh, the world is evolving to be. If not, definitely uh, we will become sitting on the bench watching people to drive the whole economy of this country. So many influx of uh, technical uh, staffs into this country. Imagine uh, a common uh, flotation plant is going to be set around Kaduna, but 80% of the technical staffs are going to be brought from China simply because most of our youths cannot fit into this uh, uh, modern economy that the world is facing now. Beyond his incredible work in renewable energy, Mustafa is obviously passionate about the youths and their role in building a better country. So my final question to him was what would be his advice to the young people of Nigeria and indeed the young people of Africa? I think my advice to young people always has been uh, stop complaining. Complaining, always complaining about problems, complaining about the government, the leadership, politics and others. Those complaints, I would say, the problems you have been complaining about are opportunities. We should stop looking at uh, problems and problems as problems, but start looking at those problems as opportunity. Let me just give you a, a little example. I was in Meduguri around last two weeks, uh, and uh, we were having some conversation with my fellow youths, and uh, some were talking about uh, how prices of grains have gone very high in, in, in Nigeria. Uh, so they were giving instance of uh, the, on the period in the uh, regime of uh, Shagari, it was one, one cup of uh, maize was just around two kobo, Obasanjo was this, Eradua was that, this. And today now in the regime, the current uh, regime, is, it's about 1,700 naira. So uh, I now ask them, look, why do you think, do you think when it was two cobos in the regime of uh, Shagari, it was Shagari that went to the farm and, and farmed the maize for you to buy it at two cobos? It wasn't him. It was people like you, youths like you and others who were busy using that as uh, these complaints that you are making as opportunity to go to farm, produce and sell. So now here you are. None of you, most of us here around 20 to 30 to 35 years, none of us have ever produced even a cup of any grain. So for me, today a bag of maize is about 50 to 60,000. It's a big problem, but it's also an opportunity. What does it take us to uh, go to farm and produce just 10 bags? With just 10 bags, you're talking about generating about almost $1,000. So uh, problems around us are not for us to complain. It's for us to look into those problems and see them as opportunity, 
by finding solutions all the riches in the whole world made money through finding solutions to problem so every one of us can also do that so for me that's my advice those of us who cannot uh, ad- uh, look for solutions to problem try as much as possible to align yourself with someone who is finding solutions he into the vision he has and uh, build up and grow together with them This episode of the Climb Podcast was hosted and edited by Jewel Atador Bright. Special thanks to Mustafa Abubakar Gajibo for allowing us to tell his story. The Climb Podcast is a podcast collaboration between the Channels Media Group and the Fibros Lalji Institute for Africa at the London School of Economics and Political Science. Thank you for listening.